الحمد لله حمدا كثيرا طيبا مباركا فيه كما يحب ربنا ويرضى أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله الناصح الأمين اللهم صل على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تمسك بسنته إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد يا عباد الله the most important thing in the life of a Muslim is a tawheed the most important thing in the life of a human being is to establish the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Alhamdulillah, you will find that the deen of Al-Islam, it not only comes and it commands us to worship Allah Ta'ala and to worship Him alone, but it also defines for us and it teaches us exactly what is worship, and it defines for us and it teaches us exactly the way in which we are to worship Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. So we continue in going over the anwa' of ibadah, the categories of worship. And we have reached the category of al-inabah. Al-Inaba And the proof that Al-Inaba is from the categories of Al-Ibadah Is Allah Ta'ala's statement وَأَنِيبُوا إِلَىٰ رَبِّكُمْ وَأَسْلِمُوا لَهُ وَأَنِيبُوا إِلَىٰ رَبِّكُمْ وَأَسْلِمُوا لَهُ And turn repentantly to your Lord And submit yourselves to Him as Muslims Return repentantly to your Lord And submit yourselves to Him as Muslims When we look and we examine Al-Inaba as the Fadilat al-Shaykh Al-Allama Al-Imam Uthaymeen Rahimahullah Ta'ala he says Al-Inaba Al-Rujur Ilallah Ta'ala that Inaba it is to return to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala and we, and we start to see the reality of Al-Inaba because you will find it commonly translated as and repent and to turn repentantly unto your Lord but there's more to Al-Inaba than just repentance. So it is important that we understand exactly what is Al-Inaba in the language of the Arab, what is Inaba inside of the Sharia of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Al-Inaba, it is Ruju'ah, it is returning to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Bil-Qiyam, Bil-Qiyam, Bita'atihi. By establishing obedience to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And staying away from his disobedience. So Al-Inaba is yes, to return repentantly, but that coupled with establishing obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Staying away from disobedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So already right now, this is yet another illustration what points us to the fact that we are in need of learning the Arabic language and we cannot rely upon translations because translations, you will see that they come up short from time to time because of the richness of the, of the Arabic language that can't be expressed inside other languages. So we have to get away from the translations and the translators and learn the language of the Qur'an and the Sunnah. It is to return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by establishing obedience, establishing obedience to Him and staying away from being disobedient to Allah ta'ala. And it is close to the meaning of a tawbah. It is close to the meaning of a tawbah. Except that you will find that it is more detailed 
it is more detailed than a tawbah. Al inaba, it is more detailed than a tawbah. Lima tashuru bihi min al i'timad ala Allah ta'ala. Walujuwi ilayhi. Wala takunu illa lillah. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is more detailed than a tawbah. And that is what is linked to it with the feeling that one has to rely upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And there is not a single one who is hearing my voice except that we all are in need of an inaba. We all are in need of returning to Allah ta'ala repentantly. We all are in need of increasing in obedience to Allah Ta'ala and staying away from disobedience to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And this, Ya Ibad, you will find is going to be a constant in our lives because there's not a single one of us who is perfect. None of us are perfect. We are all deficient. We are all imperfect. So therefore, we are all in need of getting better we can always be getting better. And this should be the mentality of the Muslim, to constantly try to become better, to constantly try to become better in his deen, to constantly try to increase and to become more righteous, to constantly try to increase in his taqwa, his fear and piety of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We each have to be striving to increase. We each have to be striving to make repentance to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for those shortcomings that we know that we have, for those sins that we know that we commit. We constantly have to repent to Allah ta'ala, return to Allah ta'ala, increasing in obedience and staying away from his disobedience. Allah ta'ala, he says, وَأَنِيبُوا إِلَىٰ رَبِّكُمْ and turn repentantly to your Lord by turning and establishing his worship, by turning and establishing his obedience, and by staying away from his disobedience. Turn repentantly to your Lord and submit yourselves to him. Submit yourselves to him. The meaning of submit yourselves to him in this ayah, as Shaykh Rafaimin, he explains, it means an Islam as shari the legislative Islam. Al-Istislamu lillahi ta'ala Al-Istislamu li-ahkam Allah Al-Shari'iyah It is to submit oneself to Allah It is to submit oneself to the rules and the regulations of Allah Sharia. This is what it means Al-Islam in this ayah To submit yourselves to the rules and the regulations of the Sharia of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala وَذَلِكَ الْإِسْلَامُ لِلَّهِ تَعَالَى And with this we understand that the Islam to Allah, نوعان, two different types. That the Islam, one submitting oneself to Allah, is of two different types. The first type, Islam كَوْنِي This is the universal submission. The universal submission to Allah Ta'ala. And what is meant by that huwa? This is to submit oneself to the universal rules and regulations that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has set up. So for example, there is not a single one from amongst us except that he has to breathe, he has to eat, he has to sleep, and so on and so forth. These are things in which all of us submit to these rules. All of us have no choice with regard to submitting to these rules, whether he is a believer, a non-believer, whether he is one who is righteous, or he is one who is treacherous. We all are subjected to these laws. 
The Shaykh, he says, وَهَذَا عَامُ لِكُلِّ مَنْ فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ And this is general for everyone that is in the heavens and everyone that is in the earth. Mu'min kafir, believer and disbeliever, the one who is righteous, the one who is treacherous, and the like. وَلَا يُمْكَنِ أَحَدٍ أَن يَسْتَكْبِرَ عَنْهُ And no one will have the ability to get away from this. But the need and the proof of this is Allah Ta'ala's statement, وَلَهُ أَسْنَمَ مَنْ فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ تَوْعًا وَكَرْهَا وَإِلَيْهِ يُرْجَعُونَ Allah Ta'ala's statement, what means, and unto him, they, the one who was in the heavens and those who are in the earth submit. And unto him, Allah, those who are in the heavens and those who are in the earth, they submit to him, whether willingly or unwillingly, and unto him is their return. This is the Islam kawni. The Islam that everyone has no choice but to submit to. And then you have the Islam shari. Then you have the legislative Islam, and that is the Islam that is mentioned here in this ayah, وَأَسْلِمُوا And submit yourselves to him as Muslims. Islam al-Shari huwa al-istislamu li-hukmihi al-Shari That it is to submit oneself to the legislative rulings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is what it means to be a Muslim. When one submits itself to the sharia of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When one says, Ashadu an la ilaha illallah wa ashadu anna Muhammad rasulullah and then he goes on to establish the five pillars of Islam. He goes on to believe in the six articles of faith. He goes on to establish those rules and regulations that Allah ta'ala have mandated upon that individual inside of the kitab and inside of the sunnah to the best of his ability and when he comes up short, when he falls short, then he makes repentance to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is what it means to be a Muslim and this is what is intended here in this ayah and submit yourselves to him as Muslims. The shaykh goes on and he says, and this is something that is specific and that is by the establishment of his obedience and obeying him and obeying that which the messengers they came with and those who follow them in good. This is the Islam that is spoken about here in this ayah. What Daniel and the proof of this is in the, in the Quran that it is many, many ayat from them. This particular ayah that the author he brought, and turn repeatedly to your Lord and submit yourself to Him as Muslims. So therefore, you find from this Ya'iban that it is deceitful and it is confusing. When individuals will say things like every human being is a Muslim and they leave it unrestricted without bringing details to it. This is deceiving and it is confusing. You have to bring the details of what is intended so that the one who is listening doesn't understand from you something that is incorrect. The reality of the one who is considered a Muslim from what is commonly understood and known to be a Muslim then this is the one who submits himself to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by the establishment of a tawheed. The one who submits himself to Allah ta'ala by the establishment of the rules and regulations that Allah ta'ala have mandated upon that individual. The one who disassociates himself from polytheism and from the polytheists. This is the Islam that is intended, what makes one a Muslim, how we understand the general meaning of the word Muslim. The one who follows the sharia of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as he came and he taught it to us. 
this is what is intended by the one that is a Muslim. Not the one who submits because he has to breathe and he has to drink and he has to eat and he has to sleep and so on and so forth. This is not what is intended. But you will find individuals, they will try to confuse you. They will try to muddy the waters. They will try to cause deception in the light by bringing the light to these ayat and making it seem like they apply to all of mankind. So now we are all in the same boat. We are all together. We are all the same. None should speak about the other and so on and so forth. No, this is not the way. But rather the way is that as good human beings, we have to make clear to mankind what is the truth. And we have to make that distinct from that which is falsehood. We have to call them to the truth while preventing them and prohibiting them from the falsehood. We have to call them to the establishment of a tawheed while we warn them from the shirk. We have to call them to enter into Islam while we warn them from remaining in kufr. We have to call them to enter into the obedience of Allah Ta'ala while we warn them from being constant upon his disobedience. This is the message of Al-Islam. This is the message that you find the prophets and the messages they came with calling their people to establish their ibadah to Allah and to Allah alone and to stay away from shirk in all of its types, all of its shapes, all of its forms. This is the da'wah that will rectify individuals. This is the da'wah that will rectify families. This is the da'wah that will rectify communities and societies. This is the da'wah that will rectify all of mankind by calling them to that which the Prophet wasallam called to while inviting them to that that the Prophet ﷺ invited to while warning them from that which the Prophet ﷺ warned from. This is the da'wah of Islam that we have to establish within ourselves and our families and the like. This is what we have to call those who have yet to enter into Islam too because this, in fact, is that which will benefit them. أَقُولُ قَوْلِ هَذَا وَاسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهَ لِي وَلَكُمْ وَلِجَمِيعِ الْمُسْلِمِينَ فَاسْتَغْفِرُوا فَإِنَّهُ هُوَ الْغَفُورُ الرَّحِيمُ Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salam, ala rasulillah, wa ba'd. Also, from the categories of worship is al-muhabba, love. Wal-muhabba, ya ibad, laha maqamun a'zimun fil-ibad. Love, it has a very tremendous station, very tremendous station with regards to worship. And this love, ya ibad, hiya muhabbatullah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is loving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Is loving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So how much do we really love Allah? This is the, what we have to ask ourselves. How much do we really love Allah? Wal muhabba qisman. And muhabba is two types. As the shaykh, he mentions here, two types from the types of love. He mentions two from the types of love. Mahabba al-ibadah. Mahabbatul ibadatun. The type of love that is worship. It is important that we understand the difference between the two so that we know how to correctly love. The Shaykh he says, the love that is worship here, Allati Yakunu Ma'aha Vul wa Lil Mahbub. It is that which has, it is coupled with one submitting himself and humbling himself 
for the one that he loves. وَهَذِهِ لَا إِلَّا لِلَّهِ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى And this type of love is only to be given to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. لِأَنَّهَا مُحَبَّةٌ عِبَادَةٌ Because this type of love is the love that is worship. That love that is coupled with one submitting himself, that love that is coupled with one humbling himself to the one that he loves, can only be given to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is worship. As far as the second type, and this is what we keep saying, you find with Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Ahlul Sunnah, they take the middle course. You don't find them too far to the left, you don't find them too far to the right. They take the middle course. So the second type of love, that the Shaykh he mentions, Muhabba al-Tabi'iyyah, the natural love. Because the Muslim is not going to come and tell you, you only love Allah, don't love nothing else. This is not what is intended. The love that we give to Allah is the love that is coupled with submitting ourselves and humbling ourselves to Allah Ta'ala. But as far as the natural love, the Shaykh he says, Look what the shaykh he starts with. He said, like you love money. You find some people, this is the greatest love they have. They, the greatest love they have is for the money. Huh? The shaykh he says, what do you love Can you love your wife? What do you love Can you love your children? What do you love Can you love your parents? What do you love Can you love the one who's good to you? This is the natural love. This is not considered to be from worship. Because this type of love is not coupled with submitting oneself, is not coupled with humbling oneself. But rather you find it's just a love that stands alone by itself, a natural love. Except, illa إِذَا قَدَّمَ مَحَبَّةَ هَذِهِ الْأَشْيَاءِ على محبة الله تعالى فإنه يكون عليه وعيد شديد. The Shaykh says, except if you find this natural love is placed before the natural love for these things is placed before the love for Allah, then this is that which has on it a tremendous warning, a tremendous threat. So we we can never allow the love that we have for money. The love that we have for our families, the love that we have for the one who is nice and good to us and the like, to ever come before the love that we have for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So there's not a single individual who we love them that much that we will put our love for them in front of the love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So there's not a single individual who can call us to doing the haram and we commit the haram because we love them. No. This is when the love has gone too far. No matter who it is, the mother, the father, the sister, the brother, the children, the aunt, the uncle, the grandparents, the like, we don't love anyone to the extent that we will allow our love and make the excuse our love from them while we disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No. We put the love that we have for Allah first. And this is why we tell them in all due respect, I'm not going to listen to you in this. Because the love that I have for Allah is greater than the love that I have even for myself. So the Shaykh he says, For Allah, He says, So therefore you find it is not proceeded 
in front of the love of Allah Ta'ala, the love from any of these things, from money, not the love for one's money, not the one for one's children, not the one for one's country. As you find many individuals doing haram things in the excuse of the love of the weapon, because we love our country, we love our land, we have to do these things. Yes, we know they're not Islamic. Yes, we know they're haram. Yes, we know they're wrong, but we love our country. Nah, we don't love no country like that. We don't love no land like that. That will do the haram in the name of the land, do the haram in the name of the country. Nah, this is not permissible. The love that we have for Allah should come first. Because if an individual truly loves his country, and he put the love of Allah first, and he did that which Allah Ta'ala commanded him to do, this will be the best thing for his country. This will be the best thing for his country, the finest thing for his country, the most handsome thing for his country. But when you find the individual put their desires in front of the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and do the haram things, we'll just look inside of the lands from the calamities. That's the result of that. Look inside of the lands, how the enemy has is over the Muslim now. That's the result of that, putting your desires in front of the love of Allah Ta'ala. That's the result. The enemy comes upon you, takes your land, humiliates you. That's the result of that. How do we switch that? How do we turn the proverbial table? By putting the love for Allah first. So this is important, ya ibad. And also with khashya, from the anwa' of ibadah is khashya. From the types of worship, then you find it is fear. Well, khashya nur min al-khawf. And khashya is a type of fear. Khashya is a type of fear, which shows again the importance for learning the Arabic language. Because when you find in the English language, they translate khashya, they translate khashya as fear. When it comes to khawf, they translate khawf as fear. But we understand that what? That this fear is a little different from that fear. So al-khashya is from khawf, is from khawf. However, you will find that the khashya mabaniya ala ilm. That khashya is built upon knowledge. Khashya, ya ibad, is built upon knowledge. This is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, إِنَّمَا يَخْشَ اللَّهَ مِنْ عِبَادِهِ الْعُلَمَاءِ This is why Allah ta'ala, He says, that verily the ones who truly have fear of Allah is who? Of the ulama. This type of fear here is a fear that is knowledge-based. That the ones who truly have a fear that is knowledge-based, then they are the scholars. They are the scholars. Naam. What's your earthly mean? Rahimullah ta'ala, he says, That khashya is more specific than khawf. This type of fear is more specific than the general fear of khawf. He says, And the difference between them both will become clear in the following example. The shaykh, he says, فَإِذَا خِتَّ مِنْ شَخْصٍ لَا تَدْرِي هَلْ هُوَ قَادِرُ عَلَيْكَ أَمْ لَا فَهَذَا خَوْفٍ He said, if you fear someone, but you don't know if he has the ability to do anything to you or not, he said, then this is just fear. خَوْفٍ This is what's called خَوْفٍ وَإِذَا خِتَّ مِنْ شَخْصٍ 
And if you fear an individual and you know he has the ability to do something to you, then this is what is called khashya. This is what is called khashya. And this type of khashya, like khawf, then it's broken down into categories. You have the khashya, that is tabi'iyyah. You have the khashya, or the khashya inam, that is natural, the natural fear, the natural knowledge-based fear, like the fear one will have from a pit bull, because he knows the extent of what a pit bull would do if he bites you. This is natural. And then you have the khashya, that is ibadah, that knowledge-based fear that is ibadah, or the khashya, that is sir, or that, 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 that hidden knowledge-based fear, which is only given to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's only given to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. These categories are important, that we know them and we understand them and we teach them to our children, because this enters into what it means to establish a tawheed. This enters what it means into staying away from the shirk. If we don't know these categories and we don't know how to apply them correctly, then we run the danger of falling into shirk, but rather we will fall into shirk. Only once we know them and we know how to apply them correctly, we will be able to establish a tawheed and to stay away from the shirk. Ibadullah. Inna allaha ya'muru bil adli wal ihsani wa ita'i dhal qurba wa yanha al fasha'i wal munkar wal baghi ya'idukum la'allakum tadakkaroon fadhkurullaha yadhkurukum washkuruhu ala ni'amihi yazidukum walazikrullahi akbar wallahu ya'lamu ma tasna'oon hadha ya ibadullah وأقيموا الصلاة فإن الصلاة تنهى عن الفشاء والمنكر